Good afternoon, Dr. Gary here. Dr. Gary on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. So today's topic is when selling a dental practice, how long should the transition be? And we'll get into that. We're going through that right now. So uh, we've just entered our 28th state doing nationwide dental practice sales. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants. One of the few, uh, and myself as a dentist of 25 years, one of the few brokers that has that combination and plus that many employees. So we're here to help you. The uh, phone number to contacting us is 201-663-0935. And our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com. But look us up some great information on there if you're thinking about selling to the larger DSOs and all it's uh, uncharted waters dealing with a lot of them because they change every year um, please give us a contact uh, call they're usually looking for things in a million and above generally four five six operatories range they're looking for that uh, but if you think about going there will call us because they pay our commission and we're independent. We'll pick and choose who we think the best for you are. We just want the deal to go to closing. So uh, give us a ring about that. Uh, they'll pay our commission. And when you work with us, uh, sometimes I can get your legal fees reimbursed at closing. So, you know, give us a call. We can talk about it. Now, the information we're about to share with you today is for entertainment purposes only. It's not legal or business advice. It, um, you know, speak to your professionals for that. But we do answer the phone from 7.30 a.m. East Coast time to 9.30 p.m. East Coast time. So call us if you want to talk, if you want a free consultation, you want a appraisal, what your practice is worth, just give us a call. All right, we'll be helping you out. Anyway, so what is this whole thing with the transition when you sell a practice? Well, transition period, obviously, when you work with the DSOs, is a lot longer. They want you to stay two to five years. When you sell to a private guy, it's a lot less time. But, of course, it depends on the dollar amount uh, that the sale price is. Because if you have a low-grossing practice, there's not enough room for two doctors there. There simply isn't the room. So the transition period may just be the work in progress for a month and a half. Uh, I have another one now. Uh, the buyer is so nervous uh, that they won't have enough transition period. I said, don't worry about it. The practice is a small practice. The staff is staying on. Generally, it's not an issue, but the seller is going to give about 45 days. But on a small practice grossing under 500, there isn't enough financial room for two people. So the seller, I guess, can sit around a little bit, but they're going to get bored of that. Um, so you're going to find after a short period of time with having the staff there, it's not a difficult time. So I would say minimum 30 days and you get paid. Well, generally the doctor's kind of finishing up their work in progress in those 30 days. And, uh, you know, there's different formulas out. You could pay it 35% of what they collect, produce and collect. Or sometimes if they're just doing work in progress work, finishing up stuff, maybe they can work on their own and let them pay the assistant on off hours for the office. A lot of different things you could do with that. But the um, uh, the there's nothing in stone when it comes to what is a transition period, how long does it have to be. 
it's you know it it's what works but if a lower grossing practice less transition time because the buyer needs those funds coming in to pay the mortgage and the rent and the staff so in that situation i wouldn't have the seller stay on too long have the seller just you know do a uh work and we're finish up their work in progress in other words work they started that that's ir irreversible like a crown prep you got to insert the crown but besides that, I think you should be pretty good. If it's a bigger grossing practice, 1 million, 1.2 million, the private doctor probably want you to stay on a little bit. There is enough room for the two of you. It all depends what you negotiate. And uh, you may like working there and take the burden off the shoulders, off your shoulders, because if there's a flood on the upper floor, it's not your problem anymore. I'm sure you'll help out, but it's not your problem. So that's something to be aware of completely different when the uh, hiring and firing or if the hygienist or assistant quits it's not your problem to replace them you'll certainly help it's not your problem so transition period getting back to it short transition period for a low grossing practice longer transition period if the seller is willing for a higher grossing practice you want the staff to stay because staff will be that support you need you need so hold on to the patients. Generally, the patients will give you one shot. They'll try it once, generally. But, um, and you should be able to win them over after that. Be available, keep your hours available, time available, treat the staff properly, keep the salary and benefits the same. Don't try to cut back on that. And you, do, you should do great. It should work out very well. Call us if you have questions about this. I know it's a hot topic sometimes, but we could talk to you about it. You know, give your experience at no charge. Thank you. Bye now.